0: yeah it's
1: just it would just be a natural yeah yeah sweet yeah 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 yes lads welcome to uh, episode two of the podcast i know it was called uh like omar's podcast or something but obviously now we've spawned mwa so we've got this new business uh which we're gonna bring you know to you guys and help beginning you know producers get get some tips and just have fun with producing and you know if you're not having fun with it you know you need to be you need to learn some new techniques, so come over to Music Workflow Academy, and um, we'll help you out. Basically, we've got some exciting stuff to announce in today's episode. We've got um, Head Honcho of Eject Records, absolute legend Reese, absolute geezer. Met him in Ibiza, He's such a such a sound lad. Uh, good, we- times. good times. Good times. i missing missing the White Island. Like, oh, it's a beautiful place, isn't it? We'll be back. Yeah, we'll see, man. You, you had like a villa and stuff like that was that yeah was, I was quite lucky man yeah that was that was good we actually you you come up and
0: talk me a bit about production to be fair didn't you
1: yes yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah, yeah we, we had a yeah little...
0: before before everything so that was pretty cool
1: yeah man I've been I've been doing this for a while just like being a helping hand just helping people learn like DJing and stuff which we also do like we'll help you know, DJs who want to learn, like, we'll go, we'll give them a platform, they can book through us, and um we'll teach them DJing, or we'll go to their gaff, and just help them learn that, and then it just kind of slowly turned it from, like, a hobby, just helping friends, you know, getting them residencies on radio, and then they, they eventually blossomed, and I was like, man, this could be, this could be something, if I'm good, if I'm good at teaching, I didn't yeah. know, and this could be something that that's helpful and like I think that's the key to a helpful business is just helping others like oh
0: yeah yeah if 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 you like even down to like a spiritual level like if you if you want something you've got to give it first you know what I mean you've got to, you've got to give it and then eventually it comes back round.
1: Wow. yeah we're both we're both wow. very spiritual people you just got to pay pay forward you know good karma like I put so much stuff out for free that's been arguably one of the key things to my success so like downloads or yeah free music uh yeah i'll do your artwork i'll master your track for free and then they see that value and they're like fuck man like let's just chuck money at this guy he's obviously got a lot of talent or you know he knows what he's doing with, with certain things so it's, it's it's easy for for people to see that once they see the value they're like let's fucking get stuck in but yeah anyway a bit more about reese it's not all about me i brought on this amazing guest because you know we. Oh, amazing i love that <laughs> thanks <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: but this guy's doing like I'm seeing his label in the top ten on Beatport like every week. It's insane. I don't know how he's doing it. Like as a as a producer, that's such that's something that you want, uh, you know, in your accolades, like just to be in in the Beatport charts. It's such a such a a credibility thing, and it boosts your self esteem. It's just it's good for you. It's good for you in so many ways as an artist. Yeah. Hard to get credibility, yeah. you know, like this underground scene, and you know. not all labels are very helpful. I've heard some things about certain labels and they,
0: you know, yeah, some of the big ones as well. You don't expect it, but
1: you think, you know, you set your sights high for X, Y, Z label, and then you realize how it's run and you hear, you know, mates who, who get signed to the label and you realize that they're not running it in a way that, that is like ethical or like a way you do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You got to look up, you got labels, you got to look after your artists at the end of the day. Um, these are the ones that are creating the scene that you're thriving in. Do you know what I mean? So, I see
1: it. Uh, so
0: when you hear about horror stories like that, it's, it baffles me really. Um, you, you're killing, you're killing what, <laughs> what the scene needs. Do you know what I mean? And you can't, you can't just take, take, take. You got, you got to support them. You got to give back. Uh, you got to keep them. Yeah. So tell us. Keep them going.
1: Tell us about your record label reject. The main reason we bought you on.
0: Um, well, it started. We were we were doing events um, uh, for, for about six years ago, seven years ago, and minimal. The UK minimal scene obviously wasn't there at the time, um, but it was sort of like deep tech. Um, so we were sort of like borderline for a lot of deep tech raves. With a little bit of, like darker tech cars
1: in there as well. So you, you um, you've been sorry to interrupt. You've been doing minimal for the past six years.
0: No, I'd say minimal since 2015. um, After experiencing that in Ibiza, I mean, I did mix minimal before, but it wasn't the sort of minimal we know of today. It was a lot more like organic, and it wasn't so much. Yeah, it didn't have so much of like a club environment to it.
1: More like Um, pro minimal with like the lighter, the lighter kicks, and the lighter. Yeah, it like
0: yeah, it didn't have the groove that you have today in minimal. That's my. I mean. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like so. Yeah, we were just throwing events and we were just trying to think. Oh, we we couldn't afford headliners at the time. Um, We just wanted to make the events pop, but we were going around different cities as well, so we could never really establish like a fan base in one city. So it was we and like we were a bit older, like only one or two of us were students, so it was hard to get the students on board as well. So we were just trying to think, oh, how can we? um get a bit more of a fan base and a bit more of a popularity um to make our events sort of pop and we decided to go down the route of just like having a record label because you know a lot of the big events that we look at say um like Defected and stuff like that like obviously they they were a record label and for an event so it could it could have been like a nice angle to go down to boost your event so yeah we went we went down that avenue really and um it it was really, it was, God, I'm so glad I did it to be honest. Not only because it just brought a bit more popularity to the name, but also just the experience, man. Just like working with artists, producers and networking. It's just, yeah, it really just adds a lot of, like, it really just puts a lot of um, people behind you. And yeah, gives you a lot more access to more things in the music industry, really. Like before, we were just an event and we didn't have headliners, it was just resident DJs. And now you've actually feel like you're Part of the part of a scene or part of the music industry, which is like what you what you want really yeah um, you've got more of an identity you know um, which is nice I mean like, yeah yeah, I mean yeah for an for an event now as a record label you mean you've got people over the country that might know your name or they might pop up and come down you know and obviously covid sort of ruined that um <laughs> ruined the whole events thing, but it just made us put more in, uh, effort into the label. Yeah. What, um,
1: what's your funniest story from COVID?
0: <laughs> oh, <my> God. Uh, <laughs> well, probably like, probably like, there was, God, there's probably a few actually, probably some that I can't mention, but uh, the, <laughs> the one I probably can get away with telling is just throwing like a little bit of an illegal... Uh, Villa party in Ibiza this season and um, yeah, running running for my life when the Guardia Seville turned up uh, <laughs> looking for who was, <laughs> looking for the two lads that had thrown it, oh. dishing out thousands of pounds of fines um, that <laughs> season, but yeah sort of as after they went they're lucky there was a lot of Spanish, Italian there and they could sort of talk, talk their way out of it, oh, but yeah, after they went um, we went back there and uh, Uh, (laughs) took up the sound system inside and cracked on but yeah man there was there was some funny things going on like I think I rocked up at like midday too this is a a good thing about like Ibiza it's a bit crazy and obviously having the the mix of cultures there um, like the Spanish and Italians they they love it they love a good fiesta so like (laughs) I rocked up there about 11 or 12 to like with the guy with the decks and the sound system to get it all going and like the like there's probably about, about ten people like naked just like run, running around with a loudspeaker, just jumping in and out of the pool and stuff like that. And it is you you'd probably laugh about it now, but you know what a beef is like, it's just you just don't really blink, do you? Like I just walk <laughs> I just walked in and just like oh yeah there's the guy was like oh there's a party going on already Is there i was like yeah yeah it's just no one mentioned anything <laughs> the fact that everyone was naked just <laughs> just cracked on and <laughs> expected it but that is cool. that, yeah yeah
1: mad in it the fucking yeah so what what would you say lockdown's done for your workflow like in terms of working life do you think it's kind of giving you a kick up the arse and you just kind of like- oh, ma-
0: oh massively 100% especially with music as well like luckily I still had my nine to five to go to but um yeah it's sort of, once for for music and artists as well once you take away like that core of performing and DJing and throwing events um you've really got to try and fight to like like what you've done yourself mate when how you've boosted the academy over lockdown um I lost I mean, my we had-
1: I lost my job at the start of lockdown so this yeah. is my project for the past year just every day relentlessly like working on this and it's brought in like a cult following and it's like it's the dream you know like yeah a job fucking in the, in the pandemic and because, fuck it just starts a business and it's just been bare profitable bare successful i'm making a shitload of money more than i would in a in a full-time job and it's like that's it never, yeah I never would have done it. It just kinda of fell in my lap and I ran with it with my fucking head to head to the ground, just ran, ran and uh, it just taking it step by step and it's it's growing and growing and it's it's yeah the start of it and there's a lot of good It's because good
0: it's like it's it's if like just like like yourself and the artists that are listening as well. Um yeah. yeah, it's it's what you love doing. Do you know what I mean? And and naturally um it just these things come like if if you keep working at it, you just gotta just keep at it, and yeah. keep at it and covid luckily gave us that opportunity to have a bit more time to level up um some people did some people didn't but you know everyone that knuckled down like yourself and i'm sure the people that have signed up to your academy you know over lockdown it's because they wanted to put their spare time into learning um like they're going to see the benefits now they're going to see that they're above their peers beforehand
1: um of kicking themselves there they've taken initiative and they're some of the smartest people like it's like meeting a family member when i when i get a new client they're just always so sound and like lovely people and they're up for learning and then it takes them to their dreams and it's so rewarding you know i've been getting people like dj residencies and people over here like radio slots and get them on bbc and just using my opportunities and my like just extending the table to them so they can use those opportunities and, and grow and it's, it's, it's a great platform and yeah, it's just, it's been, it's been lovely to, to meet so many people from around the world and like, just help them, help them learn and like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the most rewarding thing. I think that running a label and obviously doing a music school, like the satisfaction from helping someone, like it's just it's Sometimes priceless, you know, that feeling you got when you got someone saying, "Oh, thank you so much for doing that." When really it was just what you love doing. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: Never get. I know. I never really got that. Like I've been bumbling around jobs, never really settled in a job where I'm like, "Oh, I'm dead happy in this." Whenever I get a sick job, yeah. I'm for DJ gigs or trying to, you know, do networking in in the, in the work, and I'm like, "Why am I here? I should be, I should be working on some sort of DJ thing." But because of all the noise of the normal world i just never really thought why don't i just teach what i know because i taught myself so that puts me in a position to be like bang do this bang do this and then you know know, yeah yeah man so what do you think about like the next generation of artists like being someone who's been in the scene for as long as you and you're running a an insanely successful record label like for what it is like and like you know, you're very humble and stuff, but like tell, tell, tell the artists listening about some of the success you've had and like how you've carried some artists to places that mm-hmm. they don't need yeah, to. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, like God, in, in the UK scene, what I've noticed from say when I was 18 to now, like the level of production is just insane. I think maybe because of like the advancements through the the doors, like Ableton has been a massive game changer, but we've got lads coming through 17, 18, like uh, Wada. Uh, there's a lad called Wada, uh, there's meedy, oh as well. If you listen listen to some of their tracks, like the production level for their age is just phenomenal. Um, like the people that taught me how to produce um, were people that, are, like, they're, they're amazing producers, but at the time, when, when they were their age, it was just like, they were making 2 step and, and, and grime, in, uh, grime instrumentals, but, you know, the, the mix downs weren't really there. Like, when you try and listen to them today, yeah, um, they're like fuzzy and not haven't got the clarity on them um, and yeah. stuff like that but just even the, the use of samples the way they post the, the sound design and the processing now is just amazing so it's just really nice to hear like you've got people that young coming through and you just know that they've, they've got a bright future um, when you can do stuff like that at that age but yeah definitely a, the next generation the, the production levels has gone through the roof like it's 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 brilliant to see to be honest okay. um, and it's good as well because for le- record labels if everyone's sending you really well produced beats then you know you got you got a lot to choose from and a lot to work with
1: yeah um, I love all the releases that are coming out on ejects like yeah cheers man
0: yeah thank you.
1: And um, yeah, we teach we teach everything really. We, we'll teach like mix downs, and it's crazy how important a mix down is. Like, if mm. you've got a banger and it's just not got that mix down there, it's just yeah, yeah, just like I don't want it. Yeah,
0: the thing is of mix downs, it's like yeah, okay, like for the people listening, okay, it is it is sometimes hard to na- nail them at first, but once the more you put into it and the more you develop your like ear, your musical ear, or you um. You've you've always got it. Do you know what I mean? It's just like producing itself. Like once once you can nail nail your first mix down, chances are you'll nail the second and third, and you're always going to be performing at a level. So, don't get disheartened if you've, if you send your demos away and they, you get picked up on a mix down because it's it's one of those things like walking or like running as a kid. Like you're always going to have it once you've nailed it. So. Every- and that's a massive thing that's a massive thing if if someone sends through a track to you and you're like wow the, the mix sound this is mad then it says a lot about you because you know like maybe if the if the samples used or or the it doesn't fit in the genre that like they st- the record label could be like right but this guy can produce you know his, his production his sound design and his mix is spot on so maybe let's give him some feedback and say alright try, try this sort of try changing that sample to this sound or try using an organ instead of like a piano or something do you
1: know what I mean yeah so you're saying that you provide like constructive criticism for your artists and yeah to kind of improve their music because that that's something that I don't see enough record labels doing oh mate mate it's
0: a great point
1: mate. like you know, you submit. You've got to do it.
0: You've you've got to do it. You've got to look after the lads. You've got to support the lads coming through. You've got. I mean, we make sure that we reply to every Instagram message, every email, every demo we give feedback on. To be honest, if if it comes back and someone sent me drum and bass, then it'll be like, oh, sorry, this isn't our sound at the moment. We're clearly a minimal label, but yeah, you know, you got if if someone's put time and effort into a track and they have sent you the demo, and like, come on, you got to you got to take that responsibility to to bring them on because you never know like. They could send you a banger three or four months down the line. You know what I mean? And 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 it's like, there's nothing worse than sending an e. I get it myself as well. I send off to venues um, sometimes, like huge ones, and that like, you never hear a reply back. And you just think, wow, well, I'm I'm going to remember that when a few months down the line, when we're throwing headliners again, and you want a, you want a piece of the action because you want the money that we're bringing in. That's it, bro. Do you, this, do you
1: know what I mean? But yeah,
0: like. Yeah, I know I know how disheartened it is for people to ignore you. Like just even a little email back just saying to the lad, Oh, sorry, this isn't our sound at the moment, like it's just it's just nice for them, isn't it? It just doesn't kill their morale. That's um and lets them know that the door's always open.
1: It's great. It's a it's the right attitude. It's so rare that you see like the right attitude in the in, in businesses and like especially in these scenes, like our scene isn't that bad compared to like, you know, the drum bass scene or the bassline scene. It's just filled with like non yeah. fucking turbo nonsense it's just like what
0: <laughs> yeah i've noticed it you know i've got a i've got a hell of a lot of the drum and bass scene on my facebook and i see a, hell of a lot of beef on there Ah, didn't it? See, a lot of, see a lot of beef a lot of a lot of like bad mindsets yeah um
1: good.
0: as well but you know it's music i mean you can act how you want sometimes and get away with it but
1: um
0: yeah the the thing about the good thing i love about the minimal scene is just like this is why I'm always going to stick with it. I'm, this is me now. It's just the community, that's that's part of it. It's, everyone's got each other's back. Yeah. Um, and yeah. It's just it's just a vibe in it. Yeah, it's hundred
1: hundred percent. It's a vibe, and it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. So, what's what's the future looking like for you and eject? Um,
0: yeah, we're just itching to get back to events, man. Like, uh, we've, yeah, we're just this. This is our this our sort of thing. Um, we just want to throw good parties we just want to throw good parties that's 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 what we started off doing and like the record label's been brilliant we're still going to release tracks but we're probably going to cut back on the amount of releases just to keep our foot in the door um that's clever and and yeah and just just throw parties bro like we've we've secured a bit of investment over covid um and we've been in touch with some names that are up for it um like James, well, James Dexter, Jake Flory, obviously, Chris, Christian Lanzi, Ozzy Govan. Nice. Um, we're looking at going a bit big just to make a bit of a statement in Bristol. We want to get Fabe down, to, Toman. Um, yeah, so this is we're just really excited to get going I'm a bit, to be honest. Um, love a day party as well, trying to watch some day parties, but yeah, just just pick back up back up with the events and keep the releases going want to get some vinyl releases going that's always nice um our long our long-term goal that we've always spoke of is to eventually have like a record store um maybe we could maybe we we might be able to do that one day with the profit from events if if um things kick off but it all depends on the scene as well you know like the minimal scenes moved rapid since covid the sounds changed probably every few months um so you don't know like how long it's going to be in for like um, like drum and bass at one point died died out across half the country like you couldn't get someone to go to drum and bass gig for love of money but you always could in Bristol I guess but and obviously now it's back which is brilliant there's a lot of people loving drum and bass there's drum and bass lineups and festivals um, yeah. but yeah we just got to try and make the most of it while the minimal scenes pop in but fingers crossed it's here for a long run let's and let- um, it's great music at the end of the day
1: yeah let's do some shout out so. Ten five to ten years time. Let's think. Who's gonna be up there? Who's gonna be up there? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put a few names forward, and you do a few names. Yeah, you you
0: start it off. You, you plant some seeds because I've got loads of names going out of my head at the moment.
1: But there's a few people that I get that do do it a bit different. So like one of your artists, one of my close friends, Goras. Oh yeah, King Goras. bro, yeah. <laughs> he's he's Ramon is an absolute g like what yeah met him out in ibiza and then as soon as he cracked his laptop out, and i saw his on reason and the way he was making the tunes and the experience the experience that he has like he's got he's got a lot of experience behind him for his age which is a great it's a caveat as an artist and i love his sound like you can tell yeah for us if you guys haven't heard of goras yet you need to check him out on soundcloud he's got like over 500k streams on SoundCloud. Like he he was mate, he got close with Patty, Patty T, Patrick Toppin, got him to repost a bunch of his tracks on his, on his yeah. SoundCloud and that. that Big P. Pop off a bit. Big P, man. <clears right? throat> yeah. Goras is one. Um, yeah. I Goras Music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's we'll good? Shout out his socials. What is his socials? Goras Music. Yeah.
0: it's, it's Most of his tags are at, at Goras, Goras Music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's a G, he's talented, very talented. He he actually sent me some beats, like he sent me one at 10, 10 o'clock last night, um, which was just unreal. I'm, I wish I could play it down Zoom. I'm not, uh, it's probably not worth it because the sound quality just won't be there, but yeah. And then I was like, wow, that's amazing. And then he sent me another one at two o'clock in the morning, which is even better. So within, well, it's probably like, it's a different, it was different, like, Different edge on it, but it was it was unreal. Like two bangers doing like ten. It'd be good maybe if we can get him to do some like a um a quick like twenty minute tutorial on here at some point. Definitely,
1: um, I, I, he's more than welcome. Like we've done a clip ever that that was that's done quite well, like that sold a few copies. But yeah, the, yeah, get him on board, man. We'll have to get like we we me, basically me and Reese like Reese brought us into this kind of backyard thing in Ibiza, and it's just like a group of lads and just all with the same like musical vision and it's kind of more than a, a friend group, it's more like a tribe of, of people that's just, we're just connected yeah. on, on that level where we're all just at a similar place in our careers. Everyone can bang out some tunes, everyone can bang out a set and like you can, it's a, it's a reliable group of like nice, nice, trustworthy, good people. that are Yeah. Just,
0: good. Everyone's got a good mindset. Everyone's sort of like, no it's like nice person no egos no um bad attitudes or anything like that
1: exactly you know? it's like if you could just duplicate that backyard what we've got like the world hasn't really seen backyard yet like we just we had our residencies in ibiza like we played in some mm. small bars but the potential for really some of the, 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 the caliber of some of the artists in that group is like head future headliners definitely like Goras is a part of it. You know, you've got me and Reese, and you've got a few other names, which we'll get into later. But the potential for what we've got is like huge. I yeah. Think festival stages, you know, you're looking yeah. at solid grooves probably at this rate. We're absolutely, everyone's shaking. Yeah, it, so. was,
0: it was mad. Like we all, we all sort of had, this is the thing about just like believing in yourselves a little, a little bit. And yeah, that, the, the power of having like-minded people uh, being surrounded by that sort of people in the same place like and in IB for the time we were just full of inspiration um, I mean we all UK minimal scene I wasn't popping as much as it was then I think Rossi had just done Paradise yes. um, and I don't think anyone had even heard it I think it wasn't available yes. um, yeah we, we played it at like our first little get-together at at the at the actual backyard venue, <laughs> which was like, is that, is that, which was mate? a time
1: huh? What is what? Would you reckon what's happening in backyard right now? That venue, that gaff is shut.
0: <laughs> oh, bruv Yeah, it's gone. It's it's gone. It's it's a shame we didn't have a good sound system. Otherwise, we would have taken over that gaff. But yeah, it was too risky. It was like run by some people you don't want to get involved with, basically. But <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just mad because you know like this is what the stage the scene was at Rossi I hadn't dropped Paradise yet. It was like, well, it was on certain USBs, but you know, we were all loving that sound and every single one of us. And we were like, wow, this is the future. Like, this is what's going to take over. And then, yeah, it it did man. Like that's, that's the way that the dance, UK, UK dance scene started going and Rossi just popped. And then, you know, like obviously the Fuse residents were already doing their thing. Um, but yeah, it was sort of like the next, the sort of like the 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 gap between, like, like yeah, Fuse and Rossi, Fuse. and all, everywhere in, in between there, like it just just evolved massively, didn't it? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and then the lads, yeah, we all we were, all, and all, all the lads did well. You got you got yeah. Well, we can talk about that later. But it, was, it surprised me massively when I look when I look back at it compared to none of us really had any platforms at all then. I don't think anyone did. Um, and then now we had small platforms but now look at everyone now yeah? they're all doing digits like they're all doing numbers on soundcloud instagram Dude. selling records they're all getting top tens number some of them are the number ones That's like begsy's had probably a hundred thousand plus plays on his soundcloud okay. like you've got your music academy you've you've started a record label and yeah you got now and owen hosting like i think they hosted rossi as well um up Vort- in Liverpool, is that um, we got vortex? Yeah, vortex events. Yeah, um,
1: and in Liverpool, mate, that's that's popping. I did a mix for that. Yeah, Christian
0: Taylor smashed it with Wall Street. Wall um, Street, we have- it's just crazy like, like those is just like God. I don't know. You could look at it, but you know, that yeah, we all we're all like in the in in the in the scene now, and it's all started just from like a, a vision and like a dream. Oh. Do you know what I mean? And we were all in our beef, just full of inspiration and uh, networked and, yeah, just come back and the scene, we were just in the right place at the right time, but we had the right mindset as well. All of us did, so, yeah, it's good, man.
1: Oh, man, but yeah, no, we've all kept it real the whole time and, um, you know, it's it's just magical, like, that's that's what I've been asking for. I almost didn't go to that and at first event as well, like, I had an argument with the missus, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, my mate was like, you've got to come down to this backyard this backyard venue and uh, meet meet these lot. And I came and I, I bumped into Sam earlier that day and whatever, and I was already mates with Ramon. And, um, you know, we, me and Ramon were promoting. We had a little event at Hush, which is, you know, an old event in Ibiza, which died and then moved to this new venue, Rio. And it was just like hard to hard to get members there. And fucking, it was just... <laughs> <laughs> but who were yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sam came up to me and he was like yeah come come on this come to this event and then yeah thank thank God we all went and we met like that but we actually met in a gaff called Backyard so jokes like a little, little yeah. grill place and what was the geezer's name was it like oh fucking Ty Ty oh man I don't yeah. know how to do it, man. but
0: he went <laughs> he cut <God. laughs> I can't even remember how we got how I got Oh God. Oh, I think I put I think I posted something on Facebook that I be for workers group and I said I can't remember, I must have said something about minimal looking for minimal DJs or something to work with. And he got at me and he said, Look, I've got a venue. <laughs> he said, Look, I've I've got a venue. Um <laughs> turned out it was backyard that had been like shut, closed down for like health reasons and like it just mad like the, the owners are people you don't want to mess with i'm not even going to say what they do on zoom just in case you get decapitated and uh <laughs> and then, yeah like got put a message out on that be for dj uh whatsapp group which mike owns yeah, um I mike i forgot his name now uh yeah mike medcraft medcraft sorry mike uh, if you if you is don't at me. He's a big uh no, nah, he's a, he's an absolute legend, man. He's he's networking king, good sick DJ as well. Um
1: oh, so that was really
0: like, if he didn't have, if we wouldn't have made that WhatsApp group, God, who knows who knows what would happen with us and our motives, do you know what I mean? And where we would be right now, who'd who would who we'd have links with? But yeah. I think it was you you Goras, Ozzy Govan, um Chris Chris Giolanzi, Aaron Carrig, Begzi. Obviously, uh, some, me and Sam Lovell, who I do a jet with, um,
1: Sam. No, okay. no and
0: Owen from Vortex Events, um, Christian from Raw Street will come down and get involved. Big up. Um, yeah, D- uh, Danimo, uh, Alex McGlory. Yeah, big he's
1: up. He's
0: doing bits. Um, and yeah, and obviously Sam Richards, a legend. Like he's doing bits in techno, but yeah, he's still doing bits at the end of the day. Like he's smashing it. Um, I'll
1: have to take him to one side and just have a chat with him after <laughs> London. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was a bit of a it was a bit of an epic. Like maybe I mean this could be quite beneficial to people listening, but like the ways we went from getting knocked back constantly and just trying to get a venue in Ibiza. Um, I mean it was mainly me and you, but it was sort of like going around the venues in it. You you got older, James. You we went from backyards, which got in the end got shut down because of the noise restrictions and it just wasn't a good venue then we went to uh rio yeah upstairs that was a cool club um yeah so we went up there and it was dead one on one of our nights and we went out and did we went and nicked loads of people from the west end didn't we but like none of us had ever done any promoting before and we got it even and that was a good night and then eventually we went to Paradise bar which is opposite as Paradise and eden that one um, in San An, and then that was a nice little spot, wasn't it, working with James Best. Um Yeah, yeah. And yeah, some days obviously it was it was like sometimes it was empty um at the beginning and it would pick up and then some days mid peak season it was just rammed wasn't it?
1: Yeah, if you're a DJ so, yeah. You say you've not, you you know, if, you've, if you say you've never played to an empty room, you're lying, like, everyone's played to an empty room at some point, you know. Yeah, of course,
0: you've got to do that, yeah, you got to do
1: it. For an 11pm set, you know, and, it, and it, the club's empty, the club's empty, man, you've got to make something with nothing, and that's yeah. that everything you've yeah. to do at some point, it's fucking difficult, but... You, you, yeah it's just
0: a, it's just part of the process isn't it it's just part of the process
1: like
0: I've I've, 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 I've as a DJ well not D, as a DJ but DJing like for a jet. like if, if if we play out as a jet like me and Sam just always had a thing where it was like we'd just play if if we'd always play no matter what if we thought there was going to be no one there or yeah. say like a hun- thousands or hundreds you know like yeah play if <laughs> we haven't played in front of thousands yet but like, we played in front of hundreds and um, it's just one of those things you just got to do as a DJ you've just got to get yourself out there because right there might not be even there might not be any people that like but if you're there and you turn up and you play a set and the promoter sees that the promoter's going to book you for the busy night yeah. you know what I mean and it's always about just thinking that one step ahead having that open mindset networking and just keeping yourself in, in the mix isn't it
1: Andrew that's, we, we teach we teach like networking and the importance of that
0: oh mate <laughs> Unreal. This is everything's come from networking. We haven't, do you know what I mean? Everything that's gone has come from networking.
1: To suck at networking. And then this one time I was at Fabric for Fuse on a Sunday. I just played, I just supported Lapman in Brighton. I was playing like a minimal deep tech set in room two and then did, did Lapman's after party with him and then got the train, had to get the train to Fabric. I was on 1% battery and got my. Um, QR code for the ticket scanned as I got in on the 1%, got into Fabric <laughs> <I'm> with, <laughs> with Ben Bomber's manager, this fucking melodic techno producer. I was like, yeah, sick. And yeah. You've got Josh uh, Newsome, who's just flown in from Miami, fucking playing, yeah. played EDC or something. So we're all there in Fabric on a Sunday. I've had no sleep. You've got the full fuse lineup. I bumped into Rich ne- uh, next at the door and then we've gone in um I've, I've seen ben sterling and i was like right i got to chat to him because i fucking love his i love his tunes so we went we got uh, and at this point I was, I was just dead at networking i was like i've just got a fucking just i wasn't i wasn't i was trying to take it easy on the drink because obviously you know no sleep i didn't want to crash and all, all of that stuff but yeah of course i just thought you know what, fuck it like he's a normal guy we're all normal people everyone in the industry is just a normal person they people really appreciate it when you just come up to them. and to be honest to be like you're right mate like what what you're saying? Like, do you know? Just 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 have a chat. Yeah, with them. not
0: like not gassing them. Just having a straight conversation with them. Just like something, just showing a bit of interest in what they're doing, or asking them how their set went, or don't
1: go up to people, like, them. Don't go up to people filming them, like as if they're like an end date. you know what I mean. Everyone's yeah. people. that's freaky stuff, man. It wigs yeah. people.
0: And, like, just, just if people see you taking a different approach, um, you're just different to everyone else that's approached them. For example, people going up, guessing, oh, my God, you're, so you're like, say, you're, you're this, you're that, you're this, that, DJ. Um Just going up to them and just... They just want to be... Have a normal conversation with someone they don't want. Nine times out of ten, they don't want all that. You know Norm- I mean, they just, have a, they just want to have a healthy, good conversation with someone, so...
1: Especially if it's, like, a promoter or a celebrity. Like, if you bump into... Matey, and he's got like I don't know how many followers some of the people I bumped into like 14 million or whatever chat to them like they're a normal person and they'll respect, yeah. okay? This guy is on a level like he's a nice person, and that's, that's... yeah,
0: yeah, and they remember that, man. They remember that, especially to see your face a few times, but
1: yeah, I've had uh oh man, I've had I've had some 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 big names just like and just regularly bumping into them and then they turn up at your sets and you're like, what the. fuck
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was at a gig. Um, ever heard of DJ Belly Legal? Yeah, of course,
1: mate. Of course, female DJ. Yeah,
0: man. like I was at a gig. I think I just watched her do the Boiler Room of Fortet I'm not sure how big that Boiler Room is, but at the time it was pretty huge, and she was playing. I went to X Fest. Yeah, she was playing the afters, and I was in. I, I turned up to the afters early to watch her, and it was quite dead. And I was like just dancing around with my mate on a dance floor, just like making use of all the space available. And, uh, <laughs> and they bumped into some chick and we were just talking I was saying, oh no, I really rate her, I really rate her. Um, she's quality. And then, yeah, the, she comes down and the chick called her over and was like, oh no, she's actually my mate. And yeah, oh, she was just like, I said, oh no, wait, I watched the boiler room over there. That's sick. And I guess not not a lot of the other people there knew who she was sort of thing. And that, yeah, just took me up backstage, just chilled with her while she did that set. Gave us a of free booze promoter was coming up to us asking us if we needed anything and stuff like that and then yeah just I, I had a decent night with her to be fair and her mates and then they got um, I think I needed like a phone charger my phone was dead same as you but I went way past the one percent bro I was on <laughs> <laughs> I was a minus percent minus. yeah she sort she sorted me out of that so, and okay. uh yeah man it was just a decent little experience just from you know, they just came out of nowhere, and like, I wasn't DJing or anything at the time. But you know, if I was, I could have slipped over USB or yeah, um, yeah like linked with her on Instagram. Like, this was, this was way back, but well, when she first started. But yeah, like, Funny there's opportunities like that you can capitalise on if you're if you're ready. Yeah, um,
1: definitely. And let's just take a moment to big up all the female DJs. Like, it's it was International Women's Day a few days ago, and like. Some of the stuff you're hearing in the news at the moment about like police officers, and I don't know if you've seen, you know, what's happened to that Sarah, um, whatever her name is, and should I should get make sure I get her name right because she got killed by a police officer, and he's just been found with like a head, a head wound. Sarah Everard, have you heard about? No way. Like, yeah,
0: I, I heard a police officer got arrested for it, but I didn't know. I didn't know he was responsible for it. because I've just been moving flat. Um, but that's, that's, that's such a shame, man.
1: I know. And just you a think? few after International Women's Day, we're hearing, you know, news about you know a woman who's been murdered by a police officer, and you have got Piers Morgan who's weighing in on Meghan Merkel just because she's not 100% white and like you know saying that she didn't think that she she was com- contemplating suicide and like. Just, just say that stuff man big up all the female DJs I've met Madame X I've met Barely Legal I've met fucking when I was in France I had to do A-N Artist in Liaison for DJ Floor number one female DJ in France just big up all of them man like yeah big up Fleur Shaw as well
0: she's killing it in our scene
1: sure yeah I, I, put, well. I was I was talking to some of my Brighton and I said, like, they were saying, who's the biggest upcoming female DJs? They're they're managing BMC, which is Brighton Music Conference. So they had, like, a massive conference in uh, in, the, in the, the... they got, like, an i360, 360, like, a 360 360i thing. And I said to them, I was like, you should watch out for Fleur Shaw. At the time, she was, like, doing releases. There was, like, underground, undergrowth or whatever in Birmingham. Just shelling. Yeah, undergrowth, man, yeah. Big up. Big,
0: man. big event, man.
1: Got Jordan, Jordan Masters as well. He Jordan
0: knows. Masters. And, um, yeah... Fun.
1: As far as new northern producers go, <laughs> he's alright. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're killing it, man. It's good. It's good good to have like more more girls in our scene. Definitely.
1: Um Ooh, they struggle with mental health as well, so we need to be there, you know, and be Yeah. I mean if they want to chat about stuff, just be open. Don't be a fucking dick, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. It's hard I might it must like in yeah, I mean luckily in Minimal seeing the community is brilliant um, I know Real Gang are pushing on the well Miller Miller from Real Gangs pushing on the um, mental health subject which is really good to see at the moment um, like, like to be honest if we we've we've want, when we bring events back we want to work with some mental health brands um, like about, I think for the members and objectives probably why we all get on so well but diagnosed of ADHD yeah
1: um,
0: so like we're probably all a bit loopy in that, but you know. Um we really we really wanna help push that as well. Um when we come back to events. I'd
1: love to be a part of that. Like what when when Music Workflow Academy gets some more funding and stuff, like, I wanna be part of like suicidal, you know, prevention charities and stuff and just Yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely wanna definitely wanna give a cut of our door takings to like mental health charities and stuff yeah. like that. It's so it's so relevant in the music scene, man, isn't it?
1: It's definitely, man. Especially
0: if lads are lads, lads are producing in the studio. Lads and girls are producing in the studio, um, hours, hours a day. Isolation, obviously with lockdown and everything as well. And then you're going into parties with thousands of people. It's like such a massive change of environments. Then um, yeah. you're on this huge high, and then the next day you're lonely again, and you're back in the studio, and yeah,
1: touring life. Like if you don't care of yourself when you're touring, like you're going on to play big shows. I've played a few big shows and, like, you know, you, you 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 naturally play more comfortably if you've had a few drinks or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a slippery slope because you end up drinking at every gig and, you you know, if you're playing more, you can, you're fucking drinking every day. It's bad. And you've seen it happen to, like, Avicii. Like, you know, he... he oh, ended yeah. ...ended yeah. on alcohol. I've seen some some documentary on YouTube. You can watch it if you're typing out uh, Avicii before, you know, before what happened before his death and you, you know, you see him in hospital and he was dependent on alcohol and like, just not in a bad way, but it helped his nerves and he had anxiety and it, it ended up hurting his organs. And then, you know, they, they made him keep on touring and it was just, no one's to blame for that, but it's just like, it's a slippery slope. The touring life is, it takes al- yeah. just to yeah, out just alcohol. Yeah. Just, just even
0: little things on tour, just even if you're not eating right, could throw your moods and, Sleep. Um, on t- just, just, some, let alone all the other stuff that you're you're doing.
1: It's crazy. Um, oh so, like, you got you got manager sleep like Steve Aoki. He sleeps in the fucking cab, like on the way to the yeah. bit, like 15 minutes, and then he'll go flying. Play, but yeah. Yeah, fair play, fair play to everyone like touring and. That's hard. That's hard. Let's locking sh- themselves in the studio for hours at a time. Oh man, being in the studio is is a bit, you know. You need to find that like a work life balance where, yeah, you're fucking. I've made, I've made over, I don't know how many tracks I've made this year so far. What are we in March? Probably, I made probably about 30 tracks already. Like, I'm fucking, I'm in the studio, like, I sleep in the fucking studio, mate. But I'll send you some new stuff, definitely. But, um, yeah, man, big up some more artists. So, I don't know if he's on your radar, but, um, Miller. You know miller yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah.
1: james miller i yeah. think he keeps at it I james miller his background and life we've we've followed
0: him for an ep you know yeah. um i think i think we should have something from him this year hopefully
1: that'd be good i i taught him i taught him uh some lessons as well and we went into his nice. background and how he's been he's been in the scene for like he's been producing for like 10 years and He's a not. He's got. He's got good work ethic. He just needs to be. He needs to be focused. I think if he kept making music, at that at that yeah. rate, he just kept the support. He needs to holler me for some more lessons. But yeah, man, I'm, <laughs> for the future, I really like what he's about. But you know, let's delve into the endless talent that is the backyard lot. Like, let's talk about like Aussie or Chris or fucking Begsy and stuff. Like Aussie, good idea. Yeah. Govern, man.
0: Ozzy, They've all smashed it, man.
1: What a bunch of producers, like I can't believe it. DJs, Ozzy, yeah. I've seen play live. Good. I'll go I we went B to B for a bit in um what, remember when we got that gig at what was that that fucking club called? Enigma <laughs> Enigma
0: Enigma man,
1: that's a good little place. It just needs it, it popped
0: once or twice that season, but you know. Oh it'd be me? nice to get that popping, bro.
1: Such a gaff, mate. With brighter days,
0: um, that was Jack and Jack, brighter days, Jack Christian, and um,
1: Paul so to... with a pool out the front,
0: yeah,
1: jamming, jamming, yeah, big just up, below Kanya. big up, Jack Savage as well. What a G, big up,
0: yeah, <laughs> absolute G,
1: <laughs> miss them. um, good time,
0: yeah, Remind. yeah, man. That's that. I've got just like anyone listening, if you ever get a chance to do an IB for season, just do it, don't worry about. In nine to five. You can always come back. I've walked out on jobs that pay well, mm. with not knowing if I'm come back to them um, just to get in the season because you have the time of your life. It's an amazing lifestyle, and also you can just get ahead of the game in music. The networking opportunities are unreal because everyone pushing is in the same place at the same time. Um, yeah, and it's you. You got to get it done. You got to get it done. It's just it's going to help you out massively, and it's just good good for you as well.
1: I second uh, second everything. I second they'd yeah. Like with all the like, season airs and stuff, I don't know what I Ibiza's saying after Brexit, but I've seen some developments. Like
0: yeah, even as a DJ, right, going to Ibiza on holiday and doing a shazam now and then in a club or to your favourite tracks. You're coming home and those tracks, your mates aren't listening to them until Christmas time. So as a DJ, you're putting out bangers at gigs. Um, before anyone even knows they're good do you know what I mean and then next next thing everyone's playing the tunes that you've been playing them already so you get that rep uh, that like you're a bit of a selector and stuff like that Definitely. and really you've just been boosting Ibiza for a week <laughs> and you cut <laughs> got arm but yeah
1: but like Ray Mono Esperanza like, I wouldn't have known about that tune so early if it wasn't for Ibiza like you'd go to yeah. venue and they'd be playing that like at... yeah before it come out, so obviously Goras in it. He was he was uh, pally pally with um, Raymono and he. Ray uh, Mono,
0: yeah.
1: Early. What was that one, Roberto Sures? That popped? My uh, joys. Joys,
0: right? So that actually, even even more, even more. That actually first come out. That was first played by Marco Corolla and Sunwaves in Romania. Yeah. So it went. It went Romania in April, so if you were in on that, you would have got in six months before. It's like a lot of investment isn't it, and what? then, sorry, and then and then it got played in and then it got played in Ibiza. So every, like the real heads knew about it from Sunwaves, and then it got played in Ibiza that summer. So people in Ibiza and holiday got ahead of it, and then like events and like DJs back home didn't start playing it till like October, November, December. You know what I mean, so. <laughs>
1: We're gonna hit up Sunwaves. I think that's a festival we're gonna do. I mean,
0: yeah.
1: What have you been looking at festival-wise? We've been looking at Off Week, ADE. Um, you know, anything taking your fancy? There's that Rome, There's that um, one in um, where is it? Oh, that weird. Oh, I'm not gonna say weird. The Algerian is it an Algerian festival? Or oh, I haven't heard about that one. Albanian. The one in Albania.
0: Oh, I'd love to go to. Oh, yeah. Is it? It's I O. It's in Albania. What's it called? Oh, it's no.
1: not I O or something. Yeah, mate. I'm googling it. Uh,
0: and they got like a and they got a stage that's like a submarine, like what Unam? No, it's not. It's not. It's like a submarine bay or something.
1: Oh, they've got Troxler. They've got. Um, what are your opinions on Seth Troxler? It's love or hate with him. What do you reckon? Yeah, I love him,
0: man. I've ever since I've seen that interview of him when he was tripping on acid and he was going bats, bats, yeah, he's Bats. Yeah. He's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him. After that. But um yeah, what? man, like cool festivals. I think the best one I've ever been to, even though I don't even listen to techno, probably Awakenings in Amsterdam because yeah. it's a really professional every stage is like a main stage back home and they've got about six or seven of them the sound systems are unreal you f- you can feel the bass and like the, the the volume right at the back it's just really professional and you're with all like europeans and dutch people there's no bad bad vibes mm. um yeah it's really good energy there um so i will try and make sure i go to that one every year but yeah got a, i haven't been ade yet unfortunately i've had ticket trip for a couple years in the run-ins but because i come back from ibiza and i'm just just written off um, I don't I don't get a chance to go to that one okay. but yeah definitely want to make the effort for it this time especially because we're missing out on COVID obviously Sunwaves I want to get in
1: Sunwaves um, the one
0: and then yeah like back home for for selectors and just like great music in our scene we've got to be Houghton and Gotwood.
1: yeah um, oh. the lineups
0: on them are just crazy and I haven't been to them yet either so I need to my finger out and get going but
1: with well, the connections I've been getting I've got I've got some a few a few connections with those festivals at the moment which is quite exciting yeah. see so
0: yeah.
1: see what happens with that yeah. um, well I won't have to
0: jump over the fence and you? you can plug me a ticket yeah <laughs> touch my- <laughs> nah I'm joking
1: <laughs> I'll get you get you someone on got
0: gotta got respect that but um, oh, no nah, yeah don't worry I'll pay for my festival tickets don't have me <laughs> <laughs> but
1: cool. yeah um but um yeah let's talk more about like our residencies and how they were developing in IB for like we 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 shelled it pretty much every week at uh uh paradise bar which was a nice challenge for us cuz it's right next to eden which is a super club and then you've got s paradise which is like goated it is goated like mm-hmm. it's for what it is but obviously it doesn't have that buzz they're used to and it does like phone parties now doesn't do the line
0: sort or events anymore does it unfortunately
1: be the one so Paradise Bar is essentially the spin-off of S Paradise, and it it's just a little mm. right but we did our job and we brought fresh talent on weekly like you'd have all of us going b2b like seven to fucking ten DJs on a lineup just nice little residents and keeping the vibes going and the vibes were sick, and then we obviously. Do you remember James offered us the next year? He was like, "We might open blue uh, blue rooms for you lot," and like. Yeah,
0: blue rooms would be mad.
1: Rooms is sick. Blue rooms is goated as well. It's just this little venue, a little dark room, perfect, and a really nice sound system like that. I think we would have done bits, but obviously COVID. You know, we would've, we would have gone back. We would have got blue rooms. And we probably would have ended up in fucking DC Ten at, the, at that rate. Do you know what I mean? Get, get, get <laughs> in the terrace. <laughs> with game over or something you know um big up the game over a lot but
0: yeah
1: yeah. with with the amount of bits that we did in a season like from nothing we started with nothing we all met and we we did residencies and and um we just showed it we did our bits but yeah we got our
0: inspiration and motivation from each other and like helped each other out and yeah just got in went up we uh, sort of didn't beg our way in everywhere but we we, we went in. Nothing was done on social media or um, like email or anything like that. In Ibiza, it's a very dynamic environment and it moves quick. Wow. Um, like lineups get put up on the day, sometimes, don't they? <laughs> oh my God, uh, the moves rapid. Posted. But yeah, it's that we we were in that. Obviously, you got all the super clubs like Amnesia and uh, DC Ten where they've got their things boxed off. But there's only probably like seven clubs that are like that, and then you've got all the ones you've got probably about thirty or forty clubs that are that operate in a dynamic way where you go to the owner and say, look, I can do this. I can bring this many people in and then they want the money. Do you know what I mean? They want, they want, they want that. So if you can off- offer them something good, um, yeah, you're going to get a slot in there where you're going to be able to throw a night. Um, and then it's just down to you to promote it. But then that's what the workers' scene seen is before is for as well. Um, like if you if you if you're working well, like you're getting on with the workers, you're meeting people. You you got to go out on nights sometimes, even if you don't feel like it. Like you have got to go out and if you're there with, if you're there to achieve things and music, you have got to go out and network and meet people. Yeah, another party, another fun as well. But you know, a lot of people out there pushing music, so the more people you meet, um, yeah. the better off you're going to be.
1: Amazing. But, I, there's there's no you know they say you're only as strong as your weakest link or whatever, but there's no yeah. weak in backyard you know we like we've got a big up sam sam richards like you know he's doing bits in techno and like you know you've yeah. got ramon and you've got like even aaron aaron's producing some bangers at the moment and you've got
0: yeah
1: chris yeah and chris and chris and Ozzy, like their their partnership is like they're just both sick producers and djs and they're just, they, they know exactly what they're doing they're really professional it's a pleasure smashing
0: it absolutely smashing it probably had the biggest releases out of everyone Done, uh, yeah, done the most um, number ones. You know what I mean, releasing on Innueru on Whipping mm-hmm. with uh, like Mason Collectors label. Um, they've got some. I was <laughs> speaking to them the other day. I, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but yeah, they've got some really huge potential um, with labels this this year.
1: Omar, so, uh, Mason Collectors. Everyone's everyone's gonna
0: remember that. Like remember those names because everyone's gonna be talking about them.
1: They'll be household um, soon, Aussie and yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Big up Stacey as well, Mason Collective's manager. She's 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 a babe, man. She's so nice, lovely person. Had her back for an afters once. Lovely, lovely person. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we just got and Begsy as well. Like, can't not shout out Begsy. Yeah, wow, yeah. And he's got is was
0: uh, Nelly Nelly remix. Oh, God. God, last time I checked, it was fifty k. I swear it's gone up past that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's let's shout out some of these insane tunes coming out for free as well. Like, <clears throat> obviously the the you know the, the, with copyright, it's one of my tracks. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> but um,
0: yeah, Denture Records, Begsy's Denture Records. Check them out. Two steps slash minimal house um flavors and yeah, we're really unique sound. Um,
1: we're gonna we're gonna passionate.
0: we're gonna sell new wave.
1: They? <laughs>
0: <laughs> New wave of garage and minimal man and they're just killing it really good like like Brandon and like is the lad who runs it with yeah like B and H, um fucking awesome bloke in the studio wizard and they both got a really good ear, man. Come up from obviously like the South London garage like influences and you know Thank just you really know. got a got a good ear for like a good sample and you know, can really put some nice stuff together, man.
1: That's so, it. In a podcast as well, I see Dentro's got a podcast, that's good, that's good. Well, you booked him in. Oh, mate, I'm getting all I'm getting everyone booked in, I'm gonna get big, begs- yeah,
0: sick of so, it. Just so, yeah, like people- I've actually got like quite a cool thing I'm excited about. So, we got Franco and Harper booked for an event for when we return. Um, and like one, they before we booked them, obviously, they're doing bits like council works popped since then over COVID and they got a tune in on the GTA soundtrack as well Seen that, um, fan Yeah, which is banging so I was thinking of like dream lineups the other day so I want to put them with like put them on a night with Begsy like, and Dentro um, yeah. and obviously because they've got those two step flavours and then we've got Ozzy in there as well, he loves his garage oh, um, and oh. then probably Christian down as well get him a set because you know all those boys like smash it um, Begsy with, like the whole two step,
1: Meg's and Christians are sick, B2B as well. Like, love, singing.
0: yeah,
1: yeah. And um, who else can we pick up? Yeah, no, just like the, the, the talent coming out of that back backyard group is ridiculous. Like, Aussie, what 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 was that tune? Um, with the vocal set, oh, not say it right, wait, I have to google it. What, oh,
0: for only you, only you, yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: bridge fused little.
0: Yeah, what? so like Alicia was dropping that a few times in the big gigs, and like the roar from the crowd was a madness, wasn't it?
1: it? This was just before like lockdown, like the first lockdown. So, the and Chris's, uh, Chris Gilan's like his his Gorillas edit, you know the Gorillas one, Gorillas.
0: Yeah,
1: a feel good ink edit that is on. I don't know how many plays these guys are on, but like. Just big up i 'm just bigging them up because they deserve the exposure they 've already got the exposure, but do you know what I mean geo lands
0: yeah, and like also like it's just good for people to know that like we're linked in with those sort of names so you know if if they if they ever need like um, like help with anything mm. um, like we've got that sort of experience that can help them out
1: definitely i forgot to mention Chris has a release on bu but yeah these this is our network and i 've been. I've been bigging up you know our network and stuff to all of my pupils and saying like you know we've got these artists that are getting top 10s on Beatport you know these are the people that they they drop us tips don't they they tell us you know x y and z and they're like you know you know we there was a point where we were all doing you know dropping ableton tips in the in the in the group and stuff and it was a bit more active obviously covid stuff yeah right hook and we're taking yeah. a bit of a blow all of us as artists
0: yeah but like if you think of it like when that group was, was going like when it, that group was strong it was like um, we were all sort of still trying to find our feet yeah and now everyone's busy doing bits and like it's not if you put in the in the chat oh I've got a oh i got a top, top 10 this week or can you support my track then like it's just standard now isn't it it's standard we don't like, have-
1: the the bits that are going on is like yeah man like it's standard you know you're getting top tens begsy's got dentro which is doing bits you got raw cast we need to get Christian yeah and um I'm always looking out for opportunities for us like you know ADE if we can get a stage there that'd be pretty doable you know with um
0: with... yeah I'll definitely for a backyard backyard joint at some point definitely mm. yeah man in Bristol percent Stoke's crossing. do some guest do some guest list for your um academy.
1: Oh, yeah, mate, everyone from the academy can come watch, you know. Yeah. Because they can see how... We do um, it after,
0: have have a network, have a chat and stuff like that with them. Um, Yeah, we'll
1: we'll definitely do some networking events. But, yeah, long-term plan is hopefully get a sort of physical school where people can come and, you know, touch decks and, you know, touch CDJs and, you know, if they don't have that at home or the money, that's a big thing we like. We like bridging the gap for people who aren't necessarily privileged like i am myself where i have a pair of decks i have a a mac you know not everyone can afford a macbook to produce and it's not easy you know you got buy ableton there's it's a high barrier for entry in terms of cost like 500 quid for fucking ableton or you know you crack it or whatever and then you got and then it crashes and you know it's hard to not do it the legit way and put a lot of money forward but that's just the industry but you know you, you you book with music workflow academy we send you samples we send you templates we'll we'll coach you so you know time is money that's the bottom line and we we help you make tracks faster that's where the workflow yeah. comes. We're, we're we're all about workflow and boosting how many tracks you're putting out a week because if you're putting one track out a year i'm going to break it to you you know you're not going to make it you need to be putting out you know at least one a month for me, in my opinion, at least. And it's just practicing your craft, you know, like back in the day, people who practiced their craft the most were the most successful. And like, you know, now you've got basket NBA players. You see, you see Curry on the, on the fucking field for like eight hours practicing every day. He doesn't, he hasn't stopped just because he's one of the best NBA players in the world. It's all about the the, the practice you put into the craft and the appreciation into like learning the process and stuff. And, a lot you know unfortunately a lot of producers don't get that guidance early on and then they get bad habits and they're like fuck you know they're fucked they're fucked and they're the hardest ones to teach because they're not willing to let go of oh i need to make everything in serum from scratch and i need i'm not allowed to use sample packs and do you know that oh
0: yeah that yeah that mentality man like it's i can understand it because you take pride in that but when you if you realize like some of the biggest tracks in the game have just been like a chop sample or, oh, mate,
1: they're all samples. Yeah, like samples, yeah, like, samples. It's, it's what you do with the sample, it's not what you've got, it's what you do with it. You know, oh, yeah, skinning the animals to make the drums to make, to make the drums to use in their tracks. They're not, bro. Are they going out and making this the knife that they stab the animal with? No. no. <laughs>
0: yeah like and also when when you're first starting out like that you can use you can you can start you can you can use say loops for everything and then just start easing your way into it so write your own snare within that like have, have have a top but then write your own kicks just do a groove in the kicks like a double kick instead of like a straight row of kicks or and then yeah then drop your snare sample and write your own snare sample and gradually you can start writing your own music but you don't have to do that all at first just have fun with it just make sure that you're enjoying it um because otherwise you're just gonna get sick of it so if you can make if you can put some loops together and you think it sounds wicked and you're proud happy that you made that and, and you enjoy that then that's 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 job done isn't it and then as you move on if you do that again with some loops and you make something that you enjoy then maybe just take one of the loops out like the kick or the bass and write your own one in there and then that's a bit of you in that track do you know what I mean but at least you still have fun you're not putting too much pressure on yourself because yeah, like when you first start start out and you're trying to write a whole track in MIDI, um, it can be quite disheartening because you know you need a bit of experience to make it sound good. And
1: you can't expect yourself to just start. You've got no idea about music production. You Just go bang! I'm going to do. You know, one of the harder things is making a track with MIDI. Like like obviously you learn, you you work yourself up to it. That's what you should do. You got to break down these objectives into little targets, little
0: yeah,
1: little targets. Like like you said, is exactly how I started. I started with everything was audio. I'd go, obviously, I've had their experience as a DJ. I'd go and play that track out, and it'd get a mad reaction. And I'd be like, okay, this is a track with just just samples, and people fucking love it. That's the end re- end result, people enjoying your track. That's what people get wrong. They forget about the end, the end thing, because they they may not DJ, or they may not know, you know. that the, the, the response you want is a crowd to go crazy over your track. That's the best response you can get. Someone screw-facing... One of your tunes, <laughs> dumb oh, fingers. Yeah, got yeah. <laughs> <You're> Reload. <laughs> yeah, it's job done, is it? True, true. Wheel ups. <laughs> <laughs> the relationship that you have with your computer is really important. You know, if you're fr- if you come to your door and you're frustrated and frazzled, and you're, you're making it, you're making tracks, you're not enjoying it. That's fucked, man. You shouldn't be doing that. We're, like, yeah, there's ways to unlock creativity in yourself and not get flustered it's you know like we said earlier right at the start of the the, the podcast the state of flow where there's enough of a challenge but you're capable you need to be capable you know and if that is just dragging one shots into a project or dragging loops into a project uh from a sample pack that's what you're capable with except you're limited and slowly learn learn their skills but like we accept that some of the bits we've been doing since we've opened like we're accelerating growth like like nothing anyone's ever seen before. We've got we've got tips on workflow that's not anywhere else on the internet because obviously they're oh. models, they all come from me and stuff. So it's 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 perfect. It's really unique. Yeah, yeah. You know we bring something different
0: to the table, isn't it?
1: A hundred, a hundred. It's not there, and no one can compete because to be a, a business like ours, you need to be great. at Music and you need to have a lot of business acumen. So, l- luckily for me, I've I'm i got a bit of business acumen and fucking I'm all right at making music. So that's that's what that's what that's mm. and that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to have it all. You can't um, fake. You can't fake a real sound. You need to nah. have, you need to have gone to the warehouses to hit sounds because they from those warehouses. You know, especially if you're any producer, if you're an underground artist, unless you're making pop. You need to know what the underground's saying. You need to have your ears to the underground. You need to, you need to know them. what they want to
0: hear, and you need to see those reactions. And
1: they want to hear what they want to hear next. What's not been done? Mm. What's the next UFO sound that hasn't been sampled? You know, check mm. what they're doing at Ejects. Check what they're doing at Dentro. Check what they're doing at Rawcast. Those are the next sounds mm. you're going to be hearing. Check mm. coming out of, of, of Aussies releases, like right?
0: mm. so yeah.
1: That you're going to be the underground.
0: The underground, the underground provides.
1: Everything, everything. Oh man, David Getter, like in an interview, you know, he's he legend. He's a legend, bruv. I, I don't get if anyone bashes him, you can fuck off. Like I'm not too- <laughs> <laughs> right now. Bruv. He was. He
0: used to spin some serious beats before he went into EDM, man. I've seen videos of him in space IB for on a terrace, mate, shelling. Yeah. Um. There's 130 BPM.
1: Like he was. He's level house beats, bro. His levels he was there at the start of tech house. I'm pretty sure he may have birthed tech house or he was a part of that way before way before what it is now that regurgitated D- didn't didn't you start an alias didn't he start an alias yeah jack's back jack back yeah
0: yeah yeah and he was playing the music he actually wanted to play do
1: you know what even calvin harris he 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 copied it he did the same thing he 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 did regenerator or whatever do you know what I mean okay. like, for their, for their love of the roots, he just went back mm. to Tech House, you know? And but before, way back when Tech House was like underground, 10 people in a room on belt drives, like that's that's what they, yeah. they started that. That's what they thought was cool. I bet they didn't think they were going to get to where they did today or, or play what they play now. But, um, you know, David Getter, man, like he says he keeps his ear to the underground and his ear to the pop charts and he'll put the pop track and then he'll get what's happening in the underground and put it in his pop track. And that's that's what resonates with people you get. Yeah, so
0: they draw their inspiration from, yeah.
1: And he, he knows how to write a melody that's gonna be a hit. And I, I don't, yeah. he just knows, do you know what I mean? He'll write it and he'll go, right, that's a hit. I, I'd love to have yeah. that skill. I think that's something you can get over time, but, but yeah, man. Yeah, like to be honest,
0: like a lot of, a lot. One, once you get to a certain level, I mean, you could pretty much move without knowing too much music theory, you could write a whole track bar the melody really that's that's what sort of I was getting up to before I sort of like put a pause in production to work on like other projects, but you could use you could write your own drums, you could write yeah your bass and there's so, only like single notes in it and stuff like that, and then yeah, the is really where you could just you could write everything else yourself and then just use a sample, chop up a sample for the melody, and you're sorted yeah we
1: with Ableton 11, you can now do like scales and you just click the scales button and it shows you all of the notes in that scale. And then you nice. can- oh. And fucking-
0: Like a little chord pad or something, you just press one button and it plays yeah. out the chord via you.
1: Get your push out, get your Ableton push and you can do- wow. MP MPE, which is like, it's like a movement uh, performance engine or something. And you can drag chords Um, you can drag notes to other notes and you can do like diatonic chords and like legato to just from, just from it. So kids, kids could get into it. I like that. There's a bit of a barrier to entry at the moment where it's like, it's still hard to learn. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. And if you don't have any help, it is bare difficult to learn bare difficult that that I struggled so much. And I was like, when I get good, I'm going to teach people because there wasn't a teacher out there who had the sound, the underground sound. It was all like it all just sounded too cheesy, you know? Like you go on YouTube and you're like, this sounds shit, this sounds shit. You want to learn yeah. as a sound that you actually want, you know, that you actually like. And I my sound is like I'm kind of on like the organ house, like break beat kind of vibe at the moment. And, you know, I'm trying to keep my ears to ground, but there's producers at the moment that are making fucking the stuff that's coming out from your label is what I'm talking about. It's like the next UFO sound. It's it's stuff yeah. that, yeah. And that's that's the magic of it, in my opinion. Like, yeah. Being an artist, don't do what Tomans doing or Rossi. Do what you're doing, and until it's good enough, and then you'll have. Yeah. Your, and then you'll be the next one,
0: mate, mate. honestly, it's like I could really. I can talk about that for, like for a few minutes, to be honest. Because God, I mean,
1: we're here. We're here on a podcast. The
0: whole scene is. Yeah. Making this at the moment in the minimal scene is making like the, they're all sounding the same, like which isn't a bad thing at all. It's still great music, but you know, you if sometimes I think if I if if I put some like if I if I blindfolded myself or went through a few tracks, sometimes I wouldn't be able to tell any artists have made them. Maybe it could be two, it could be ten. Um Drive by Chris. It's all sort of sounding a bit the same. So what what you just mentioned there is is that is something that I was thinking as well. And right now as a label owner, and I I was thinking with Sam, we were saying that whoever make, it's obviously because of COVID as well. And there's no inspiration in clubs. Do you know what I mean? And everyone, there's nothing for people to make a change with. Um, but yeah, whoever makes make takes the risk to make a change in their sound now and starts releasing something different, they're going to prevail in it. Cause people want to hear some different, something unique. Um, even DJs who want to play something that's going to make the crowd go, oh, like, like have a bit of um, a reaction to it.
1: Definitely. Um,
0: and as a label as well, I mean, we were doing a sort of, like, Rossi-style beats, hopefully, like, to think we were getting them out a bit earlier, and now they're quite popular. Um, there's a lot of labels doing it, which I love. It's wicked. Um, but with us, we've always sort of wanted to just be a little bit different now, and... So we're sort of signing. We've we've signed a lot of our demos. We couldn't really go with they're great tracks, and we've put them onto bigger labels and stuff like that. But um, yeah, we wanna we wanna go back to the more like a minimal, stripped back sort of sound. Um, Ellum, Jake Ellum from Ibiza as well. We come through with some wicked demos. Of, no. uh, he was in with the Wonky Sessions lads. Like shout out them, Gaskin. He smashed it.
1: Big up, one.
0: Yeah, yeah, Will Davis and uh yeah, and up. all that class lads, Carl Fanta. Big up um, but yeah, like he's come he's come through with some stripped back beats and some very minimal groove in it and some organic sounds and I was just it was like a breath of fresh air, man. And he didn't use that he didn't use that bass, that that signature bass that sort of like we've always signed and a lot of people are using now. Yeah, more of like a dubbier bass and it was nice. It was really nice. Oh, and yeah. um yeah, it was, it was wicked. It was a breath of fresh air. And we just signed it, bro. It was sick. Mm. And, like, obviously we release it and, like, see where it gets in the charts. But, like, we're just happy to release something a bit different now and um, go forward with it.
1: it that, could, that, could, that could change the direction of things a lot, you know. People may hear that and go, fuck, this is the new sound. Or, you know, it... it yeah, yeah, man. Doesn't it? It's so
0: nice to hear. It remembers, like, what made you love Minimal. Do you know what I mean? Like hearing those Romanian influence beats. Because the UK scene is its own thing now. Um, yeah. You can send like you can send demos off. If it, You're still minimal, but you can send de- demos off to a, a minimal label and they'll say that sounds too UK. Definitely, um,
1: definitely. that's a great point.
0: So, yeah, so like, yeah, the UK scene is now doing its own thing. And it's like, it's not obviously tech house, but it's its own sort of, I'll just call it minimal house now. Well, that's a UK scene, And now we refer to Romanian minimal as Ro-minimal. We've like, we've like separated the genres. Um, and and it's, like, it's like, they're not even sub-genres, bro. They're like completely different genres in, in everyone's eyes. But
1: they're totally, yeah, man. It's, you, you know, if you try and blend a, a Ro-minimal tune into a UK minimal tune, it, it
0: nah.
1: kick. The kick is so like prominent and punchy. It would be and... such
0: a switch up in styles. It would be like you'd be like, "What set am I listening to here?" <laughs> like, like, when I put sets together, I put all my favorite tracks in, and then I'm like, "Wow, I can't actually play this because I'm going Romanian into UK and I'm going into like Dutch piv." And the people, <laughs> people are gonna think like, "What am I doing?" Like, so I've got to keep like the sort of Dutch like Noah Christussy like Toman and all that, I've got to keep them to their own and then like the Romanian, like like obviously the old East and Dub stuff
1: and
0: Yeah. Yeah, Who, like my Mah- high pole Barack and
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Say some names, say some names. I'm I'm a big Oh fan yeah, like women. to be
0: honest, like God, there's there's some there's some like I can't even think of off the top of my head now you put me on the spot. But yeah, like my high and like Barack and all that what I love. Um obviously that old old school East and Dub stuff. Um
1: Peter Inspirescu. Inter- yeah. Sorry? Peter 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 Inspirescu, they got some mad names, some of them lot. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, um, <laughs> oh. you
0: got people like Sweeney, who's like oh, not he's like, yeah, he's he's wicked. He's he's okay. like still he's got a Romanian influence, but he's a bit more like A lot more energetic with like the high hats and the bass and if you the thing I love about Romanian Rema- the Rominimal is like vibe but also like it's the arrangements are so random like there's like the, the, i've never this is crazy being in a minimal rave like a minimal rave and then like the, the 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 like the effect of just like a hi-hat or a clap coming in out of nowhere what it does to the crowd just a simple clap coming in when no one expects it and everyone's like wait <laughs> like it's fucking brilliant wow. um I love
1: yeah, man. those delay, the delays that they've got. The uh, they've got like the hardware. Like there's a Stephen Basbas tune. It's called 300. It's on Locus, and it's just got this delay on it. And it's just like so. It's like a thunder. It's like a it's just a sick delay. Yeah. It's like, it sounds like glass just shattering. Being different, isn't it? That's it.
0: That's that's what we're talking about. Just doing, trying different things, even with a delay. You know what I mean? That's you've remembered that. And
1: that's I cool. Like,
0: that's that. it's just, it's, it. Just this confirms what we're speaking about.
1: A little detail like,
0: if he just if he just did a normal delay you wouldn't have remembered that tune or you might have, wouldn't have remembered that element to it but he's he's, he's fucked with it he's he's, he's risked it. he del- tries to be a bit different he's put it out there and then you've loved you you enjoy it do you know what i mean and it's got on a locus
1: i can just imagine you know, it's
0: just proves what we've just been speaking about
1: i can imagine him being there with his hardware just tweaking the delay you know for and it, you just it's like a thunderous delay throughout the track and it if that wasn't there, you know, it, it wouldn't be my favourite. It's been my favourite track for, like, a month and a bit now. Stephen Bass, yeah. 100. Oh, my God, what a... Yeah, he's a G man. Yeah, I love that. And I love, I just love, the, like, the integrity that some of these labels have, like, fused. They're always putting out the next best thing. And you go back and how they've been doing, like, garagey, minimal, stripped-back beats. I, I love that as well. And, you know, I think... Yeah. BU has a lot of potential as well like they're they're keeping things under wraps obviously over lockdown and Laidlaw like as a selector Laid, I love what Laidlaw does and how he kind of his tracks are kind of like 90s influenced like almost pop house but you know after hours sounds you know stuff you'd hear at like 11 a.m the next day or like 7 a.m do you know what I mean I'm a big fan of Laidlaw and his his productions like I first kind of got got gist of what he was doing with that slap cast you know slap funk we got a big up them as well yeah and uh all of them lot like half of dungeon me tristan dakuna oh my god like back when i was first raving which wasn't even that long ago but like you know like however long ago 10 years ago whatever the fuck (laughs) um
0: getting on now in 12 years i think jeez i mean nearly 30 30 uh
1: yeah, but we've got, we've got a whole life ahead of us and, you know, and yeah. stuff like we've got, if we were just to focus and, you know, Aussie, which we'll try and get him on the show and Chris as well. Just, I'd love to get, get into their brains and see what they think about the music production process and how, Yeah, you know, you know how we, we're so enthusiastic about, the little details, and it's like when you get an element, it's how far can you take that element, you know? Like Fab as well, he's really good at that, where he'll get something and it will just sound like he'll take it to the next level. And you know, if, we, if we're looking more at tech house stuff, Darius Sorosian, he knows how to make a banger as well. Big fan of
0: yeah,
1: music and all of them lot.
0: Moxie, yeah, he's done well. Um, just even with like bringing on artists, and just he's quite he, he's he's um stayed well connected with the underground scene, Darius has. You
1: know, yeah, he's good with Which throwing. good. Still, he's still up for throwing a rave and stuff and scream. Yeah. You mentioned scream. I've, i saw he did a, a Balami radio set and he had Rossi on his track list and Rich and XT in his track list. And That's
0: cool. He's, yeah, and them Balami.
1: So it's, it's good to see that. Um <laughs> Should we talk a little bit about like your talent agency and what's what's to come? You're gonna we're gonna try and do like a fusion of some of these artists and bringing them on uh to do features and stuff and
0: yeah yeah that's that's pretty cool um well yeah, as far as the, the whole record label thing goes i mean if 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 any of your viewers um ever wanted to go down that road i mean we can do another one we can do another chat about setting up a label and the process and cool things you can do with that um obviously it's time consuming doing it but it can have its networking benefits as well um but yeah we've i've gone down the route of now now the label's up and running i've joined up with a lad who runs the record label abstract um harry harry rackliff oh, um yeah like abstract they've done some really nice beats man and he's got a really good eth- ethos he's, he's someone you can trust and like he um he's 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 got his head screwed on man a good good business mindset great at networking and um yeah like he's got a very good ear for things so we've started up a little we've started up an agency and we've starting off with some un- like like fresh artists we've got like a development pool so we've got artists that we can spend time on and then we've got some like like bringing on getting them getting their demos up to scratch and getting them up to labels and stuff like that and then we've got some artists that have just approached us and saying like oh we, we don't need any help but can you just handle the booking fees and and then we've got um yeah some that need a bit of a mix but yeah it'll be it's, it's, it's good, man. Like everyone's brought on their own sort of links, and um, it's, we've, we've, we're going to be knocking up some events. We're getting the events are getting the lads are getting bookings already, and yeah, we'll be knocking up some events organically with all our links as as a collective for the agency. So that's cool. Um, so, yeah, so we're sort of like boosting ourselves with our links, which is then recycling and boosting the lads in like the development pool. Like we're giving them gigs. It's it's pretty cool. Like, it's all working. Um, but there's some talented producers on there Definitely And we've got lads that uh, We just signed PSTW Which are the boys that run Lacuna Records
1: Big fan, big um,
0: fan. Shout out there Yeah, huge label man so, A lot of knowledge, a yeah. lot of experience And <clears throat> wicked lads And yeah, we've got um, We're in talks with Ozzy and Chris So hopefully they jump on board At some point um, We've got Yogi P on that's not, that's not been announced yet, I don't think, but he's on board. Um, so yeah, I've spe- I'll speak to the lads about it. I'm sure they'll be well up for doing some tutorials for your um, Workflow Academy. And um, yeah, it would be good to have some good features on there. Um, if any of your viewers, if there's anything they'd like to hear from the lads, if they want work, if they want some tutorials from percussion, bass lines, if they want a quick minimal beat in 20 minutes, just let let Omar know, and we can we can work something out. Yeah. Um, we can I can get them to record some bits for you, and we'll get some nice features, and it'll be good to connect everyone and um, yeah, like benefit from it.
1: Huge, mate! Absolutely huge! I love that that you know, putting our minds together, we're gonna we're gonna make something big. Um, yeah. Yeah, Music Workflow Academy to the middle. Let's go. Yeah, it'd be good for you to have a
0: feature section, mate, and then like, you know, you can find out what you're, whatever, what the what the people want from your academy and we can, yeah, just I'll just drop it in with the lads, I'm sure, I'll throw some tutorials across, but yeah. as, as, as more artists come on, I'm sure, um, we're, like, we're, always, we're always looking to get artists and big artists and stuff like that, so yeah. the more that come on, we'll, we'll send them your way and, Get some tutorials going, and it'll be a nice little exclusive thing for your academy. Definitely, we
1: um, we want to do some live streams as well soon. So maybe get you know we could get we could get one of your artists on an hour live stream. Is that
0: producing then, or DJing or producing?
1: Producing, oh, yes. Yeah, because I I like those producer live streams. I think they're quite fun because people can like be yeah. fuck with it and be like, oh, I'll, I'll, why don't we try the bass line like this? And then it, yeah collabing with you know 100 people yeah it's
0: interactive as well like you can ask the questions there and then whether was guessing do you know what i mean and that's that's quite cool yeah i wish i sort of had that when um, i was learning
1: yeah man we're, we're just trying to provide as many resources as possible like yeah it's a good idea that anything that a beginner could want you know we've got we've got everything we've got templates racks fucking sample packs we got we've got a team of sound designers at the moment making sample packs with us uh we got mark got a marketing team we got fucking loads of stuff going on but um yeah we're just trying to get a budget up and ju- we just want to be there for any you know beginner producer who wants to learn and then we can help them you know
0: yeah 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 i'll, I'll try and i'd love to support anywhere i can so um yeah like like I said you got you got me here with a record label if, I know we've just brushed off it today we've just had a bit of a general chit chat but you know we can do a really focused one on record labels to get get, get your um, students to put some questions in about record labels and I can come on and answer them all another time if they want we've, we've, we can bring Begzi on from Dentro as well what, mate? We need um,
1: he's a joker man <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that yeah we can we can yeah do a nice little f- talk because i'm sure because that's the thing man like god like there's nothing out there actually telling you like how to start a record or how to get going about it there's nothing there at all that's it, um, that's, that's it. we're doing I, I don't even know how I figured it out man i think i just blagged it i went with the flow but fucking hell, yeah, like it'll be it'll be I'll, i'd love to do a little video tutorial just explaining everything to anyone that wants to do it. Because it definitely, as, as, a, as a producer, having a record label on the side, even if you don't want to make it big, even if it's just a small thing that releases quality music into the scene, that is going to benefit you.
1: Definitely, um, definitely. Tell tell the people, tell the people. So, you know, I'm always trying to destroy, like, the elitists and their invalid arguments. So, like, E says, oh, I'm going to release on a band camp. And not on a record label. Why should they pick a record label over Bandcamp, where they get their? Work? Um, yeah.
0: So like, I think Bandcamp's good once you're fully established, because um, obviously you get the money. But yeah. when you're doing things like this, you can't be chasing the money. That the short-term games. You want have a long-term plan. And like Bandcamp ain't really gonna put you out there that much, whereas a record label's got the network and the, the distribution for you to put yourself out there. So you just gotta keep cracking on with your nine-to-five and and. um, using the the reach from the labels to get yourself out there and then later on you can do an odd ep on Bandcamp <laughs> to get the money yeah. but um yeah like the, if you if you're focusing on money straight away
1: you're doing it wrong
0: um, <laughs> yeah yeah you got to be doing it for the love man and the money comes later i mean it sounds cliche but it's so true so Put your money, like, big up Bandcamp for for allowing artists to get access to their royalties. But when you're first starting off, you want to be getting yourself into
1: labels. Um, if you spend two thousand quid on lessons, you will make more money than if you didn't spend any money on lessons. That's that's it. Yeah. Put the money down, yeah. and then you have to give money to get money. That's that's yeah. worked. Ask anyone, yeah. oh, they'll tell you the same thing. No one has got big from putting no money down and just going, I'm not going to market myself. I'm not going to, everything's been a team effort, man. Anything, the pioneer is not one person, you know, people who make TVs, fucking people who make headphones, people who make mirrors. It's not keeping it to themselves. It's a
0: collaboration. You got to be prepared to do it without, you got to be prepared to do this, your your passion for free for years. years Years. at least eight years Years. do you want it do you want it that much to do it for eight years 10 years do you know i mean
1: oh i love the 10 rule like i know it's old news but like you know you gotta put your time in man because yeah buy something from you when i've been doing this for at least you know like i said 10 years i mean i put the fucking hours in that's why it works it's you need expertise you need you need to have put the hours in you know Yeah,
0: it'll just become part of your life. Just make sure you're enjoying it. Make sure those hours aren't miserable. Make sure you're you're not killing yourself. Make sure Mm -hmm. you're just setting like realistic goals, and you've got a good plan to go forward. And yeah, you're enjoying those hours. You're putting in it. will become part of your life, and it'll be it'll be it'll be good fun. I mean, enjoy the process.
1: Join it. Hit us up for a lesson. We'll put you in the right direction. One hundred percent. Like my everyone says, I changed the way they look at Ableton, and like you know, it's it helps people. They don't get so stressed out with it. Like it's fucking such a boss. yeah. Stressed out. I'm, I'm never stressed in the studio ever. I'm calm. So when I went, my probably one of my calmest moments. But yeah.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Set and like I said, your relationship with what you're doing. You know, you need to you need to be you need to have a positive relationship and want to hop in the door and experiment and yeah to bog down and, like, and stuff
0: don't don't ever compare yourself to other people as well like you're in your own lane like
1: yeah, 100%. a lot of
0: people that have done well might have known have might have just have family with good connections might have friends with good connections and the music scene is a lot of the time it is about who you know yeah um once. which yeah, yeah I can say it's good or bad but you could don't if you think your track's sick but your friend's not as good as producing and he's doing well don't worry about it your time will come just keep staying positive doing positive things um yeah and it'll, it'll get there the, the do you know what like the, the oh god I felt i thought about giving up a few times before we before we started the label and like, I found a bit for purpose now which is why I love doing it but it's mad like God, you could probably relate to this as well. Like, you have your breakthrough, you have your little breakthroughs just after you've decided you weren't going to give up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, that's when the breakthrough comes through. It's mad. It is mad. I think maybe it's a mental thing. Maybe it's like <laughs> more of a spiritual thing or whatever. But just don't don't give up. Just stick at it. If
1: you if you um, you give up at that point and you pack it in, but you never would have known what, what was around the corner. Yeah, and you're just about to unlock the next level and you're just about yeah. To
0: yeah
1: don't look at other people they've got their diamonds they've probably been doing it longer than you do you know what I mean why would yeah. you pay yourself to like paradise records or hot creations or whatever they've been doing it for 20 years longer where it could eject be in 20 years you know it's like it could be
0: yeah
1: it could be bigger man but on the moon it's on the moon yeah with me <laughs> 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 we're gonna have like, moon,
0: moon minimal
1: moon minimal <laughs> That's that. I've got a label. I'm just gonna plug my label, Atmos Tempo Records. We got big up Atmos. Big up Atmos, bro. We got we got some talent signed from Australia, some from America. We're just kind of you know we we we're just getting all the global flavors. Really, we're just so interested in how people are doing it different in different countries, and it's more of a fun project at the moment. But um, you know we we've got we've got MWA, which you know you get you can have the chance to sign to. Atmos Tempo Records and we'll, we'll promote your work on Spotify and everything but but how can people send their music to Eject this is a big level up for anyone listening
0: <laughs> yeah so like yeah I've always got time for for anyone that sends music in like, like preferably like sending us minimal beats um, but yeah you can get us on jet Records UK on Instagram um, or you can email us at demos at Eject Records yes. um, UK dot uh, com
1: and we will include that demo email in the description of this podcast and we'll tag their Insta as well. So yeah, Reese, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yes, mate. Wicked. You're yeah. good to do it. I'll, uh, we'll say bye for now, but we'll get you on uh, again soon and we can go into the nitty gritty of making a label and how you've made it so Yeah. as well, which is... A yeah, I'd one. love to
0: do that. That'll be wicked.
1: All right, guys. Thank you. We're going to try. Uh, a big artist on next and we'll like Chris, or and then we'll, we'll see how <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah big up everyone at the academy like well done for putting the hours in and paying for your lessons and I'm um, well trying to better yourself over lockdown as well and I like, wish you all the best and you're in good hands <laughs> yes. Peace next one, peace